0: to bring me know and they're like you're, you're gonna explain to everybody why you have this tattered weird thing since and i'm like since i was born why are you trying to take away everything important to me how are they gonna bring the toys to camp they've they've already been in a priest or they i know but they've already been in preschool and they've already been slobbered on and what they get they get donated to camp that is it it is i cannot suspend my reality enough for this fucking premise it will not do it disney not this time don't do an up to you, dicks. Well, oh, the Asian kid grew up and now he's got a girlfriend, but we found out he's autistic, and how are we going to deal with that? Your next comedian, what a funny guy. Put your hands together for Victor Trevino.
1: Look past the garbage, over the trains, under the ruins, through the remains, around the crime.
2: I have thoughts about Pixar movies too, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I I, I never felt worse uh, since I was um, I was on a plane. It's a true story. I was watching Coco for the first time. Has anybody seen Coco? Yeah, I didn't cry. <laughs> I, I didn't cry. Like I was, the whole row was watching Coco with me. I was like, I, it was like during sex where you have to think about sad things. I was thinking about sadder things to try to get me to cry during Coco. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like uh, I don't have that bone, you know. <laughs> emotionalist person i think i get it from my dad you know trying to become a better man Uh, like i'm 29 years old i just turned 29 at this point in uh, my dad's life he was like married had like three kids was a major in the air force went never went to burning man never did lsd what i'm trying to say is he wasted his fucking life and i'm looking for role models Uh, I'm trying to show him how it's done. I've been like taking pictures of like the open mics I go to. I'm like, wish you were here, don't you? Don't you wish you were here when you were 29? <laughs> Doing an open mic amateur comedy. <laughs> uh, and then I text him, I was like, you know I used to drink your alcohol and put water back in the bottle? <laughs> <laughs> you, I used to feel like a man drinking that 5% alcohol by volume, throwing it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm not paying them back for those gateway computers I ruined with porn viruses either. <laughs> I'm a man now, Dad. <laughs> also, if Mom is there, she never mailed mailed me my uh, check for my birthday. <laughs> I know it's your money, but uh, <laughs> it's a joint account, so put her on the f- put her on the phone, Dad. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, so like, uh. I'm also, yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm trying to get better at like uh, being less stingy with like my my uh, social media likes. You know what I mean? Trying to get better with it. Like you know, I don't know if you've ever done this. Like you accidentally like a post and then you unlike it for some reason. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like uh, I guess, <laughs> like I don't know. Like my sister posted a picture it was like of her son and I like liked it on accident, unliked it like right away. <laughs> I don't know if like I was trying to play like. Hard to get or what? Like, I didn't want her to just think I was just like prowling her feet or what. <laughs> like, it's like I'll make her wait for this. Like, you know, <laughs> like don't want to seem too eager. Trying to be better. Um, I just got to San Francisco about like a month and a half ago. Still figuring it out, you know. Some things to learn. Give me claps, yeah. I'll fucking take it. <laughs> Still figuring out how to like sort the compost and recycling. <laughs> Shit's tough, dude. <laughs> Especially when people are watching you do it, like fucking, like they're in line behind you, you know. <laughs> Just like dig into, like get one plastic ramkin out of the box and drop it in the one, the one green bin or whatever the fuck. And then, like I found out, like some of the plastic knives are like compostable. They're like made of potatoes and shit. I get away with a couple of mistakes. Like, since I've, I'm, I'm new here, like, you know, I get a couple of rebuttals, like, they're like, no, 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 that goes in the compostable bin, honey. Uh, gets a lot easier when people aren't washing them. If I found out you can just put it all in one bin. They'd still take it anyway. It's not like, <laughs> I have no problems with that. Um, so, like, um, my father is Mexican and I'm Spanish. Uh, but finding out that I look Jewish uh, I found this out because uh, all my friends that teach me conspiracy theories don't like to finish the story <laughs> Like they're always talking about yeah, that's what they want you to think that's why they did 9-11 and It's like, <laughs> and it's like follow the money dude. I'm like wait, who's they? And They're like Trevino, right? <laughs> Like, yeah, Trevino, Mexican. They're like, OK, great. <laughs> it's the juice. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Thanks a lot.
0: <laughs> Victor Trevino, everyone, all right. Those crazy compostable knives, <laughs> like, serious. If we can make knives made out of potatoes that can be compostable. And they can't be eaten by questionably housed people. What are we doing in San Francisco? Do you know what I mean? Like we can make knives out of potatoes, but we can't let people eat those potatoes. Saying, just go to Sixth Street, everybody. Da-da-da-da, the more you know. Wow, I just looked out in the audience and Max Eddie has his mask on and he looks like Bane. He looks like a new ginger bane which would be a cute name you could just be well if you were bald you could shave your head and then maybe grow a beard someday and people will call you gingerbread I mean there's a way to not be right Well, I never saw the movie anyway. I just, it's cool. I was just trying to be topical. I'm jealous. I always, I used to, in my college years, I used to dye my hair the color of your hair. I used to literally like dye my hair red or even orange (laughs) um, on purpose all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a look I had. Anyways, (laughs) the 90s were fun. (laughs) I was in college doing a lot of ecstasy. And that was, and it was in pills, which was weird. Uh, Now it seems to be in capsules. I don't get it. We should, I I don't, I don't, I can't anymore because there's not enough drug testing things and I don't want to take fentanyl. You're next, I don't know how the world works. I'm an old lady now, you crazy kids with your drugs. Two CBYQX. Like there's 14 letters and six numbers. No, how about just THC? Let's keep it easy, bitches. I didn't mean that in a poorly, in a misogynistic way. Your next comedian is a lovely lady. Hey, everybody, put your hands together for Gula Feynman! Thanks,
3: Pam. I love Mutiny, and um, I think we've all benefited from the little sweet restaurant across the street that's cash only. (laughs) I bought myself a Topo Chico because I was thirsty with the last of my of my dollars. So, what's what's the PayPal um, address? How do people PayPal you?
4: MutinyRadioFM at gmail.com.
3: Listeners, it's MutinyRadioFM at gmail.com. You're here, you're listening. If we all just contribute $5 a month, Terry Gross is donate. not on this channel, but it's worth it. There's yeah, donate donate. donate, donate. donate donate button on the website while i'm shouting out let's shout out to uh somebody who's not in the room gary hughes couldn't be here he says a family tragedy and we're excited tune in he'll be back um he says hi to you pam in the room okay i'm just gonna get real personal capital is talking about pooping Uh, i've had my period for two and a half weeks straight i think i told somebody like two and a half weeks ago i had my period like it's the same period and I'm, like, starting to think, like, maybe this is not my period. Like, maybe it's a sentence. Like,
5: Aww.
3: fucking sentence to, like, sit... I want to sit down so badly right now. <laughs> sit down comedy. Sentence to just, like, no energy or libido. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like... N- I'm, I'm fine. No, I want a chair, but I'm going to stand. It's part, of, it's part of the craft. I don't know. Ugh. But I, I'm. It's. I'm gonna bitch about it though. <laughs> I don't know. It's like my hormones are so weird. Is this like? Is this 27? Pam's talking about age and she's like, "Shut up!" And you're 27. But like, it, your body's changing, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, this." Uh, my hormones, like, like I have a lot of pimples, but I'm also getting wrinkles. <laughs> And I'm just like, this prankle combo is like, sounds good, but it's hard to keep up after. Like, I have nail polish on because I got a manicure two weeks ago and don't know how to take it off. <laughs> Radio listeners, it's bad. I don't know. And like, I, I also think it's, it's because I have an IUD and it just fucks your fucks you up. It fucks you up. I always had my period on the new moon and then I ovulated on the full moon like a fucking goddess. <laughs> Cause I'm so in tune, and then I got an an intrauterine device, and now I'm I'm all messed up. And I was just like, I'm going to the gyno. When I figure out how to get this nail polish off my hands, I'm gonna go to the gyno, like a grown up, and I'm gonna get the shit out. And I feel like she's gonna it's gonna be a she. She's gonna be like well, now that you're going to have like regular cycles again and your lupino is going to be back, you know, what are you going to do for contraception? And I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm actually charting like a a non-hormone thing. It's, um, I'm actually kind of uh already trying it out. I'm doing it right now. It's, a, it's called a S-U-C, stand-up comedy, snow sex. I don't know lots of lots of other things uh no she's gonna she's not gonna like that and you guys didn't either you're like what like female comics get in it. i don't know i don't know i don't want to talk about it (sighs) people people always ask me what my like orientation is and right now i'm just like i'm bleeding no i hate everyone (laughs) i don't know you guys i don't know how much time i have but i think i have a big night ahead of me after this i got to go home and Put my duvet cover on. Yeah. That's uh it really needed to be washed. Okay, bye.
0: Yay. Hey Gula Vineman, yay. Okay, so here's the thing you gotta know about your IUD. Wait, why do you have where'd she go? There you are. You have the Morena. you have the one with the with the hormones in it. Y- Scott, either way, fuck that shit, you gotta go with the old school copper one, okay, I have an old school copper one, so they put one of those ones with the hormones in, da na na it's gonna be a TED talk just for a second, two ladies talking about this for realsies they, so they talked me into it after my second abortion, they're like, maybe we should put an IUD in you, you know, you're in a committed relationship and you shouldn't keep having abortions and I'm like, that's absolutely right so they said, hey, we wanna do the Mirena, and I was like, I don't wanna have any hormones, they're like, no this is really good, the thing they put in, and it's got this hormones, and you're gonna be fine, so they put it into my uh uterus and it's hanging out there for a month and I gained like seven pounds in a month and I was crying like every day and I was like something is wrong my hormones are weird and I go in there and I'm like hey I gained seven pounds in a month and I'm crying all the time what are you doing and they said Maybe we should check your thyroid. And I said, you fucking dick poops. Like you put a thing in my body a month ago and everything got fucked up. Oh, but it's something else. Maybe it's your thyroid. I've never had a problem with my thyroid. It's the fucking, I'm sorry that Morena gave you that much money. What I just want is the copper one that's shaped like a T and it's like copper jewelry. It's like a pool sweeper for your uterus and it keeps out all the dead babies and it dies does it with like copper, which is like natural from like 2,000 years ago or some shit. Like 4,000 years ago, the Chinese wrote a book about fucking medicine and shit. And they're like, put copper in her vagina and she won't have babies. And we're like, yay. But no, it was the, just go with the copper one. You bleed, you bleed a little harder no it's the way it's I've had one now and your period instead of when you take the ones with the hormones your period only lasts for like three days supposedly but with the I know right because it's the hormones are affecting you fucked up still guys done on TED talk the, the, the hormones are fucking you up and it's with your body just like I gained seven pounds in a month and I was doing everything like what why would that happen so, just take the hormones out of the equation. Just stick the little thing up there, and you're going to have your period for like six days a month. But. Can I do a DIY IUD. <laughs> DIY IUD. That's, there's a new joke. <laughs> D. D I, yeah. But well, no, they don't even use copper and pennies anymore. That's the problem. It's all tin. <laughs> Our money is worthless. Your next comedian is not. Put your hands together. For Luke Newman. Yay! <laughs>
6: One of the greatest compliments i've ever received i'm not worthless thank you thank you for that appreciate that i'm not worthless that means a lot to me i don't know so uh nikola tesla uh, said uh, that the numbers three six and nine were held the key to the the universe and um uh the Yin Yang twins were like, Yup. <laughs> Three, six, nine, damn girl you're fine. You gotta you gotta know the song. You gotta know the song. Look, I did that's as much acting out as I'm gonna do. Yeah. If you don't get it, you don't get it. And you see your loss. Oh, what else? Sorry, bitches. Be like, I, 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 everything I eat, I, I, everything I eat, it goes right to my ass. Like, what are you complaining about? That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best place for it, for everything to go. What at what part of your body would you rather have all the fat going to? You know what I'm saying? The ass is the is the is the perfect place. Yes, go to the ass. It's, well, what, what, men, that's what we're all about, right? The ass. We don't want it to go anywhere else. Where would you rather have it go? Your forearms? <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, out here looking like Popeye and shit
5: that's
6: not the that's not the move the ass is the best place that all the fat could go to my problem is, is with uh, you know if all the fat is going right here to the midriff and for some reason just stopping there it's like what's wrong you know what I'm saying But well, that's what you gotta have a problem with it's like why you stop here go a little bit further no man is like, you ass or titty man. No, I'm a, I'm a midriff man. <laughs> I'm a gut man. That's what... <laughs> I'm a forearm man. That's what I'm about. All that fat going to the forearms, that's what I'm about. No, the ass is the best place. That's not something to complain about. That's lucky. If all the, if all the fat goes to the ass, that's... You must have some black in you I don't know Uh, I don't know yeah I don't know I don't know I don't see black women complaining about it I don't know I don't know um what else what else was I gonna say uh fucking uh saw this uh fucking uh, advertisement that was like uh you feed feed uh you know donate some money you can feed uh a starving african child um uh, for a day for a dollar a dollar a day you can feed uh. damn i'm I, i'm moving slow here tonight all right all right, so I'll just, I'll just, all right, this will be my last joke then, okay. Uh, but yeah, they did a the starving African child, you can feed a starving African child for a dollar a day, ain't that some shit? Three meals, ain't that some shit? I'm just kidding, it wasn't Africa, it was New Jersey, but you guys are all racist, because you believe me. said Africa, you guys, oh yeah, I have starving children in Africa, yeah, naturally. You guys are all racist who's in New Jersey. You guys are racist. No, but uh, but that's, that's some crazy shit, man. A dollar a day. Let me tell you something. I just paid $7 for some tots in the mission. That's too much money, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, let me tell you something. I'm looking for a job, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking maybe fuck the job. I'll move to Africa, become a starving child. seems like a good career move you know what I'm saying it's a dollar a day shit eight <laughs> for a dollar a day and you know you got job security you know it's, it's never you know there's always going to be starving children That's job security that's job that's job security what is that nine seconds left I got <laughs> So, what, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Thank you guys very much. Luke
0: Newman. $7 tater tots. Ah. I know I work at a place in the mission where we actually have seven dollar tater tots. <laughs> That's exactly the price of them. I wonder if he was there. I would have given him a discount. <laughs> Counteroffer in vendors eight oh six South Venice. Come visit me. Yay! It's great. They're one of the actual. They're one of the sponsors for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. Yay! Counteroffer. Uh, no, really, it's great. So yay! They're helping us out for those. 25 shows in five days. 40 comedians coming from all over the United States. Still, you can turn your application in now through November 30th. I just did a, a commercial. That's... You're welcome. That's what happens when I... Usually, you know, I have guest hosts. Well, and our guest host is supposed to show up. Mike Michael Bonds uh, is... He was scheduled to be our guest host tonight, but he works for UPS and although he's supposed to be off at 530, this being their rush time of year, I guess everyone's sending turduckins to their friends and family all over San Francisco. He, I'm sure he's in a truck with, you know, they have no doors, so I hope he has a mask on uh, driving all around the city. Maybe he'll come in time to do something and that'll be exciting. But your next comedian, what a lovely man he is, a cute hat. And a great personality, and just what a great listener he is. I didn't understand. I didn't know if he actually threw up on himself last night or if that was a joke. I couldn't tell it. I was like, "Are you? Where's your? Where's your plastic bottle of vodka? Because I'd take a sip of that." Put your hands together for your next comedian, Ernest Evangelista.
5: Yay! Hey
7: guys, how you guys doing? I'm pretty sweaty from a dab hit. I'm super sweaty. Um, also, um, the radio people can't hear he, see uh, hear this, but I'm wearing an alien doing a dab shirt. It's my spirit animal. Um. So. On Halloween, I took shit into a diaper um, long story short trick or treat was pretty lit. Uh, how was your guys' Halloween? okay, uh cool. uh, no more Halloween jokes. It's ready. the fifteenth. Sixteenth okay uh, I don't know uh, what are you guys excited for? you guys excited for Thanksgiving yeah. hanukkah, hanukkah? Um, uh I'm excited for um um. 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 Not nothing really. Um. Uh, <laughs> never not been excited for like anything. Mhm. Yeah. Um. Uh, <clears throat> Um, just, like, I don't know. Um, okay, uh... You got a joke? I do have jokes. I, I, I'm just... I think you guys are feeling the way I'm feeling. <laughs> so we can just just chilling like sort of this I was just like yeah that's true you ever took acid like and everyone knew what everyone was feeling but didn't talk like we were all like talking but not talking cause no one was talking but we were just doing and yeah you know Uh, Yeah, so Acid's weird, man Okay Don't take acid on election night Alright, have a good night
0: No, when you hear the horn, it means you have a minute. So you didn't need to give up the ghost so quickly. We could have kept listening to your acid stories. That would have been fun. That's good. It, that, the horn means a minute. I'm sorry. It doesn't mean like, get off the stage. It's just a thing. I don't, I don't usually host. It's on Mondays for Joke Workshop. It's me. We do the horn because it makes you feel like if you're a new comic, this is what a minute feels like like that's the concept behind the horn. I but I also use it because I I time it out a punchline and I find it fun. But instead of putting a light in someone's face and and it, we're on the radio so everyone can hear the horn. So that's it's so no one ever runs the light. I enjoyed your set very much. I wish Ernest Evangelista, I wish that we had um, like a a person who drew pictures like an animation person because the middle of your set if that was animated with like people or tiny weird aliens in a room it would everyone would watch it it was very very funny audio of of real deep shit it was that's it felt oh it it felt like the dow or something i was like oh he's channeling the universe right now uh your next comedian, also a philosopher type individual. Put your hands together for Justin Carisi! Yay!
5: Woo!
8: Pam always calls me a philosopher. Cause we had one deep conversation. <laughs> There's other shit about me, Pam. I'm also a scumbag. <laughs> And uh, truant, I walked out on my job the other day. I walked out an hour early on my job because they made me come in an hour early and you're just not supposed to do that. <laughs> so I'll deal with that later. How you guys doing tonight? I've already heard the answer to that question like five or six times, but what's up? We're all, we're all here. We're all a community here taking care of each other tonight. We all feel very well. Ta- are we all well taken care of, people? Pam, I know you have a boyfriend, right? That's lovely. Not everybody's so lucky. We've got, we've got a lot of crushing loneliness in this country. We've a loneliness epidemic. You guys heard about the loneliness epidemic? No, you haven't. People are lonelier. They people don't have a lot of people out there don't have anybody to talk to. But the good news is that a lot of people don't have anybody to talk to. So, if you're alone, you're not alone. Ah. That was very clever. <laughs> <laughs> That's philosophy jokes. I'm a smart guy, you guys should have laughed harder. So, here's how lonely I am. Let's go over the details. Have you ever done online dating and you have a conversation with somebody that lasts just months? And they never answer you back. (laughs) And at some point, it becomes a crime. (laughs) I'm getting to know some of these girls who are not answering me back. They just, they keep posting new pictures. Like, one of them either, I think she bought a boat. (laughs) Or she met someone with a boat. There's There's a boat in her life. It's the same boat in every picture. Here's how lonely I am. Uh, I get these phone calls, right? Like, sometimes my phone rings, and I answer it. Sometimes my phone rings, and I answer it. And it's just a recording on the other end, and it's just in Chinese, and it has, like, this nice music behind it. And uh, I don't hang up on those anymore. Because, see if you can follow me here. there's a phone call for me that's, like, halfway there. I have no idea what they're saying. That yeah, it could be something nice. All you got to do is pretend. You guys are missing out if you're hanging up on that shit. It's like once or twice a month, I'm huge in China. <sighs> I miss women. Um, thank you. I know that's fu- that's weird to say because they're, they're, they're like everywhere. They're like right here, but it's like it's not close enough. They've got to be in great proximity for long periods of time, and that's not... Like, I got a hug the other day, but it's not holding me over. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying, like, I don't have any luck with women. Girls will sleep over from time to time, but they always leave. They're like, I thought that was going to be awesome growing up. Like, that feminism was taking root, and women would just, like, leave... I thought I was going to love that, but it's always the same conversation in the morning. It's like, thank you for the dick. It was lovely. I'm going to go try 40 or 50 more of those. Yeah, perfect timing, right? And if yours was my favorite, I'll call you when I'm 45. And I'm always just kind of standing in the kitchen with like two plates of eggs. <laughs> like, I'll just, I'll just have twice the eggs. I love eggs. I'm, I'm expecting a call from China. <laughs> I hate people in happy relationships. Sorry, Pam. I unfollow those people on Facebook, but I, ca- I wish I could like, block them because um, like I'm not that successful of a person and I might need a couch to sleep on at some point. People in relationships tend to be stable, but I'll unfollow the fuck out of you for posting that really, all the, you know, holding hands on the beach with your engagement ring relationship stuff. That's like, that's like buying a Ferrari and revving it in front of a homeless camp. <laughs> uh, I have a strong ending to this, and I don't think I have time. I didn't plan, but you guys have been great. Good to see you. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs>
0: He's lonely. Oh, so happy. Uh, you gotta, uh, I, mean, I would say, uh, start baking. Uh, oh it's a, a British baking show shit, man. That's, if you, but no, if you make some Chelsea buns, uh, the thing is, people are not just interested in your buns, they want to actually eat food. The way to a woman's heart is through pastries. Like, if you're a dude that bakes, you could stand on the street corner and be like, I'm single and have like baked goods and only give them away to women who are single, be like, Oh, are you single? You're in my age range. Would you like would you like a pecan sandy <laughs> or whatever? And then you you know? Just saying. Baking. Your next comedian. He's been hanging out all night. No, I, Mikhail, I can, I, I can read things. That's good. It could be, uh, I know, because it would be. It's not Michael, uh, but uh, it's a good time. It's his first time here. I'm excited to see him. Everybody, put your hands together for Mikhail Lenko.
9: Yeah, it's my, it's my first time being here for the third time. Uh, all right, uh, let's get this going. Cool. So how's everybody feeling tonight? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, nevertheless, is a word. Nevertheless, is not a word. Nevermore is a word, but nevertheless is not a word. Nevertheless, awkward is an awkward word unusual has an unusual amount of use in it weird is normal in san francisco but it's still spelled weirdly and nobody wants to have sex with me (laughs) nah i'm just kidding my super hot girlfriend who definitely exists she got really upset with me when I started shaving my head, and she said, Mikhail, would you still pee with me if I shaved my head? Right? And like, of course, I said, uh, of course. You know, because even though I am superficial, <laughs> I'm also dishonest. <laughs> Honesty is honestly overrated, if I'm gonna be honest. Like, for example, does everybody remember Smokey the Bear? Right? He had that famous slogan, something like, only you can prevent forest fires. I feel like that's a lot to lay on a kid. And it's probably the source of all of my adult anxiety, if I had to guess. But it's probably preferable to the alternative, the correct explanation, right? where prisoners are responsible for curing our forest fires, right? <laughs> Just imagine a little kid, right, and you're talking to your son, right, and Timmy's like, Daddy, Daddy, the prisoners are used to put out the fires? And it's like, yes, Timmy. And it's like, aren't the prisoners scared? And it's like, well, yeah, they are scared. And it's like, well, do they have to put out the fires? And you say, yeah, Timmy, they, they're they prisoners. They have to do what we say. And then Timmy says, well, does that make them slaves? And then they say, oh, good question, Timmy. No, no, uh, because in America, slavery was based on race, whereas our criminal justice system Do you want to learn about the birds and the bees? Uh, People say, sometimes people say that you should fight fire with fire. Sometimes, they're right. But I don't think firefighters should fight fire with fire. And in fact, I think a firefighter that fights fire with fire should be immediately fired. (laughs) I like words, but I don't like sports. Even though sports is a word, sports are absurd, and I'll show you with words. Do we have any golfers in the audience? Okay, yeah. So, golfing is absurd because it's the only time when being subpar is a good thing. How's about baseball? Do we have any baseball fans? So, uh, baseball, America's pastime, right? Bullshit. It's a waste of time. And I'll prove it to you using the concept of a perfect game. So in does anybody know what a perfect game is in baseball? doesn't Doesn't have a hit no home runs nobody gets on base I don't even know if that's the same thing nobody gets a home run nobody gets on base, right? But to my mind, that's not a truly perfect game That sounds to me like a semi perfect game and for a baseball game to be a truly perfect game I think both pitchers would need to pitch that way, but if both pitchers pitched a perfect game nobody would ever score And if nobody ever scores, the game would never end. So, baseball's ideal state is unending nothingness. Which sounds to me like a perfect waste of time. And if a perfect baseball game is a perfect waste of time, baseball is a waste of time. Uh, Oh, finally, football. I've got some friends. Oh. Well, thank you. Uh, I got some uh, friends who are trying to get me into their fantasy football league because, to their mind, uh, it's free money. They think I don't know anything about football, but that's not true. I know football is racist. Uh, I know that in football, they uh, they dissemble with the uh, uh, closed uh, head injuries, right? And I know that a lot of the players like to beat family members. So it's not true that I know nothing about football. (laughs) So I have all these, like, fears and complexes. I've got this crippling fear of failure. Like, for the rest of my life, I'm not even going to attempt omelets anymore. It's just scrambled eggs from here on out. I also have this fear of commitment. Like, on my body, I have zero tattoos. Although I guess that could be my fear of needles, right? So, like, my doctor and I have this arrangement worked out where... He doesn't get to draw my blood, and in exchange, I promise him that I'll never die under any circumstances. <laughs> I used to fear death, but then I got really depressed, and now it doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> I've got this uh, all these complexes. i got this uh, inferi- inferiority complex. i got this messiah complex. You might be thinking, Mikhail, how do you have both of those things? It's easy. I'm not here to save your soul. That sounds tricky, right? I'm just here to make you feel bad about discarding your refuse in the wrong receptacle. Callback. Uh, all right. And then um, I got this uh, inferiority complex. I got this messiah complex. I got herpes. Oh, well, that's a simplex. Uh, so anyway, I used to feel like such a freak and such a loser and a creep. And I used to feel like I'm going to be hopelessly alone for the rest of my life. And that's why I'm so happy that I discovered the San Francisco comedy community and that I've gotten to know many of you on a personal level. Because now I realize that You know, it could be way worse. You guys are a bunch of motherfucking freaks. Alright, thanks a lot. My name's Mikhail.
0: Now I remember. I mean, it's the time you brought your whole family, and it was a shit show. I remember that. You brought your whole family to see my, like, everybody call me a shit bag. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was, thanks for inviting your family. That was great. That was awesome. A full room of people when they're, it's so fun when people who claim that they're feminists look you in the eye and tell everybody to leave your venue because you're a horrible person, and you're like, that's so feminist for three feminists to come in, and bully a feminist (laughs) it makes so much sense women hate women we're all it's that same thing with like it's the same thing with the one, it's like when Mark, not Mark, it's Hunter Uniak comes in here and he talks about like the burger flippers versus the baristas and I'm like, you all suck, get together. But it's the same thing with like women, like these women versus these women and it's like if we were all women and could get together and not hate each other and not be like, right? I know, but like some people wear makeup and some people shave their legs and some people say things and some people use the word cunt and some people, it's just, it just you can't even. Yay, the world is such a really wonderful place. Hey, I'm so glad that I quit smoking so that I can smoke again because the air quality is horrible. I said that at being in the show, but I'm going to say it again because I'm going to smoke during your next comedian's set. There he is right there. Oh, yeah, I don't even know what that, yeah, we can, we, recycling, let's all recycle when the air outside looks like China, it's so funny, it's like we should all just be like throwing shit away and breaking shit in the street, like, the world is falling apart, what do we do then? it's an apocalypse, can't breathe. I, I don't know. I, everyone I nannied for, I was so worried this weekend, because I was like, I have all these nannying jobs to do. But they all went out of town, because they're worried about their children's lives. I'm like, I have a kitten, and if I could take him to Nevada right now, I would. <laughs> like, If I had a car, I would get my kitten in a car. We'd get His lungs are so tiny. <laughs> your next comedian is going to make you guys laugh. He's a really funny guy. Put your hands together for Buddha! <laughs>
10: Hey, what's up guys? So I literally had nothing planned, nothing went out for the night. I brought my dab wig. I was dabbing outside. It was was pretty nice. I'm pretty high as fuck right now. Yeah. So I guess something positive right now. So like three, four years, something like that. I was like four hundred pounds. I was, I was, I was big. I was fat as fuck. But like I'm like two forty now. So like yeah, fuck yeah. So I'm like really proud of myself. But the one thing that sucks about losing weight cold now like I, I I can see what you skinny motherfuckers been complaining about this shit sucks and I like I don't get the attention like I used to for being fat like I would kick it at the bus stop like with the belly out just letting letting it hang out And like, this homeless guy came up and poked me in the belly Like I was the Bill Dozy Doughboy or some shit Like, I ain't gonna say, well, who? Who the fuck do I look like? Nah, I'm gonna like, bitch! Back the fuck up! I don't have time for that Then like, I can't put my plate on my stomach anymore When I'm like, kicking back, watching TV, you know? Like, you know, sometimes in life, you know, you just want to have some chicken wings, you know, watch some anime. But I can't do that anymore, man. I can't put the plate on my stomach. Life sucks. I don't want to be skinny. I think I need to get McDonald's to pay me. That's the kind of diet I want. Let's let's do the opposite than what Shella Shella did. Obviously, I won't touch any kids. I just want to get fat again. But I just want McDonald's to pay me for it. It's expensive out here. Um, Yeah. Shit. I have no idea what else I'm going to talk about. Oh, yeah. My fucking job, man. So, like... I hate walking a lot because I can't really be who I am. You know, I'm like I'm a chill guy, but I do cuss a lot. I ain't gonna lie about that. But I have I have a speech in bed, in man. I get to say what the fuck I want. But, like, at work, though, you know, I got to be all professional and shit So pretty much, I don't really talk I I, kind of keep to myself, but, man, there's a few times where people at work, man, they want to test me Because, you know, know, I'm a big guy with, like, a baby face, so they think I'm nice But, like, nah Well, I'm nice, but but I'm from the hood, like... But, like, sometimes I just wanna, like, snap, like... I'm like, can you back the fuck up? Like, who the fuck do you think you talking to? I don't have time for that shit. But you can't do that at work. Instead, you just gotta smile and be like, under your breath, bitch, and just walk away. But, you know, it, it, it's all cool Because when I get home, I just dab Dab the fuck out, play some video games Man, that, like, you know, that that's the life That's the American dream That's, that's what my mom always told me, man She imagined that I was going to live In a crackhead hotel And spend my whole paycheck to live there Woo, I love living in San Francisco It's fun <laughs> But, um I don't know, I guess. Oh yeah, one more thing I'm not proud of it I am a povert I, I, I'm i not gonna lie about that fact, you know You know, when there's your nice ass Walking by, you know, my neck be <laughs> I be breaking my neck I, I can't help it But, you know, but when I'm at work You know, I, I gotta hold my neck in my, my, my head starts shaking Looking like I'm about to explode and shit Fuck But, um, I guess, you know, the last thing I want to say for tonight, I hope you all go home and masturbate with cannabis oil. (laughs) If not, um, you know, come take a dab with me outside, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yay! Keep it going for Buddha, everybody!
0: Yay! Yay, he was talking about video games. That's, that's awesome. I, uh... I've been trying to be the perfect girlfriend lately with my boyfriend. He likes to watch, he likes to play the video games. I I watch, well I watch the video games while he plays the video games, but uh, like I was trying to be the perfect girlfriend, right? So I decided to uh, suck his cock while he was playing Call of Duty. (laughs) Okay, before you give me like the big sash, like that says best girlfriend in the world, (laughs) it's a seven minute game, so it's not that big of a commitment, okay? So we're like halfway through and he realizes, ah, he cannot sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks. And he has to choose Call of Duty or Call of Booty. What do you choose? You chose, he did not. He chose the first person shooter game. I just wanted him to shoot me in the face. The only person he wants to shoot in the face is a 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. Come on, you guys, let's get these fuckers. I'm like, yeah, all right. Right? I wanted him to talk dirty to me the other day. He wouldn't do it. And I was like, I know we're vanilla, but put on that headset, man. Like, I've heard what you say to those 12-year-old boys in Korea. I'm going to put my gun in your pussy mouth. Say that to me. Like, that's... That's what I'm talking about. Uh, your next comedian, what a tall drink of water. You guys can see him this January in SF Sketch Fest. Put your hands together for Paul Conyers. I you
1: yeah, Pam, that, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I feel like you don't, you shouldn't have to choose because I've watched people play Call of Duty and they're like, "Yes, yeah, suck my dick, motherfucker, suck my dick." It's like you know, you don't have to. Change anything, two birds, one stone kind of thing. Um, what's up, guys? It's great to be here. I was a little late uh, getting in. There was a, there was an accident on the bridge, and uh, yeah, so people were pulled over to the side, and the two the two motorists were kind of like yelling at each other. But uh, this was cute because they had the masks on, so they <laughs> so they looked like a couple of surgeons that were like in dispute of how to operate on these cars. <laughs> We gotta get this Taurus a new engine now. He's not on the donor list. Damn the rules, Doctor. <laughs> um, ah, this is this is great. This is fun. Um, I I love uh, I love doing comedy. I do, um, and I know that other people want to love to do comedy, but they don't really want to do it. You know what I mean? Like I was doing a show uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, afterwards, this guy was like super drunk and he was like hey man hey do you like whiskey i was like yeah he's like okay come on let's go let's take a shot of whiskey i was like yeah you know what it's a long drive home you know i I gotta get going he's like no come on man let's go let's take a shot and he just he like wouldn't let it go and finally i was like all right man i'll i'll fine let's take a shot of whiskey he was like okay it's in my car across the street let's go and i was like no and i thought it was at the bar man um uh but he uh he was just crazy drunk and uh me and the other comics were just kind of like shooting the shit outside after the show, and he was just kind of like hovering near us, you know, kept trying to like insert himself into the conversation, but he was like too drunk to even like formulate a sentence. And he was like, I wanna I wanna be a part of your group. You know, and we were like, okay, that's weird. And uh, finally, like, he he like spoke up as we were leaving. He was like, hey, I I wanna do I wanna do stand-up comedy. How, how can I be a part of your group? And <laughs> One of my, I was ready to ignore him, but one of the comics was like, oh, well, you you just got to go to a lot of open mics and work really hard. And he went, well, I'm never going to make it then. I was <laughs> like, yeah, perfect, man. You get it. You got it. Dude, you might make it as a comic because you figured that shit out way quicker than the rest of us. Look at you ahead of the curve without even grabbing the microphone. Good for you. Um, I love that guy. Um let's see it's uh it's uh, christmas is coming around the corner did you guys get gag gifts for christmas like a bunch of silly shit for gifts i got i got one last year uh i guess it was supposed to be a joke it's it, it was a uh, poopery you guys know that that is yeah have you tried it No. I yeah okay has anyone tried poopery it's this stuff you spray in the toilet before you shit and it's supposed to and it like makes everything smell better uh it smells identical to Fruity Pebbles. I mean, like, <laughs> spot on. So they gave it to me, and, you know I, know, I don't know if it's made pooping better, but it has ruined breakfast, like 100%. <laughs> you know, that was my favorite cereal. And I cannot, like, every time I get close to the bowl, I just, you know, I just hear Barney Rubble, like, oh, <laughs> hey, Fred, you really dumped one this time. I'm like, oh, God, I can't do it. Um I, uh, I I I ride Uber a lot to shows and everything cuz uh I don't like to I don't want to drink and drive and everything and uh here's a hot take Uber can be weird um <laughs> But yeah, I, I I don't know. They're they're very, uh, they're very, they're very talkative and and the eccentric Uber drivers uh, drive me a little nuts. Like I was driving, I was taking one, uh, last week and, uh, it was, the woman had very, uh, eclectic, she had a bunch of jewelry and crystals and you know, all sorts of stuff. And I was like, all right, cool. Free spirit, chick. I get it. Like, that's you're my kind of girl. Just don't talk to me. And, but she would. And, and then, but she like reached, she like in the middle of the drive, she like, turn to the back of the car. She's like, pick a bracelet. And there was this bag of bracelets and I was like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to take a bracelet. I don't want to take one of your bracelets. She was like, pick a bracelet. And she like said it to emphasize, I'm not going to look at the road again until you pick a bracelet. And I was like, all right, all right, I got. i right, I'll get one, I'll get one. And I took it and then she was like, okay, let me see it. I was like, you're, you're taking it back? Like already? This is weird. And she's like, yeah, the, the bracelet you pick says a lot about you. Uh, for instance, like, oh, Oh, this one I see. So you're not the kind of guy that seeks attention. I was like wrong. Oh, uh, <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> could not be more like. And you know nothing about me, ma'am. Like, what could you possibly know that you? What could you possibly infer other than you know I'm going to Dave and Buster's? Like that's the only thing <laughs> that you can gather from me. Um, I'll, I'll finish with this. I had an awesome uh, election night. Um, I was uh, I I got booked to do uh. A show. It was a victory party for a guy running for city council, which was great. Except he lost, and uh, it was it was phenomenal because I mean it's it really is amazing to watch somebody lose a low stakes election. You know because on CNN when someone loses they've got all these panelists that are breaking down like why this guy lost. Like I don't think Senator mcclaskill took too hard a line with the right of center voters. But when you lose a a city council vote in in Ronert Park, California. They just kind of look at you like, maybe we didn't hang up enough signs. I I don't know. But yeah, they were ready. They were a barrel of monkeys. They were ready for me. They were. I went up there. I was like, okay, guys. Well, it doesn't look like the those balloons are dropping anytime soon. You want to do a comedy show? Did you guys vote today? Not enough, apparently. <laughs> and that's how you lose a crowd in five seconds. All right. Thank you guys so much.
0: Conyers, hooray! The only kind of balloons I want to be around are nitrous balloons, and now I wonder, like, if they're, if all those things were filled with nitrous, would they, would they sink or would they float? Ah. Uh... I don't know. I mean, I would, the only, if, if anyone was, if okay, I'll just say this, it'll never happen because no one ever elects me to be in charge of them, but if there's ever a time where people are like, yay, you're in charge, and the balloons fall from the ceiling, I hope they don't fall because they're filled with nitrous, and then we have to get ladders and get it to get them, and then take the nitrous. Does anyone else love nitrous as much as I do? Anybody else, Hippie Crack fans? Hippie crack, yeah. No, I used to do this thing where we would sing karaoke, and get, you would get a nitrous balloon before your song started, and you had to finish your balloon before your song was done. <laughs> you push out so much air when you're singing. Anyone knows anything about singing? You use your diaphragm. You push the air out. So you're like already sort of like uh, uh, like. You know air deficient and then with the nitrous it just locks right into that and you're like i know the secrets of the universe
5: Mm
0: -hmm. and then you forget them anyone else nitrous no cool (laughs) george knows it's like wow 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 i know everything i forgot it shit let's do nitrous again that's the answer to that uh there's it looks like there's no more oh jonathan's here yay do you want to do comedy jonathan he never does do you have any jokes? No. Nope. Do you want to do jokes? Hell yeah. Yeah. You didn't sign up on list. What's your name? Uh, Miles, Miles. Hey, everybody. Our last comedian of the night. He's going to kill it right now. Give your hands together. Clap them in a wild slappy-like motion for
5: Miles.
11: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Do we lose? Oh, it's on. It is on. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So thanks for the, the warm... Um, You can't see me, can you? How about you sit right there? That would be easy. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so um, I've recently started doing this after being gone for a long hiatus. And uh, right away, I remember, like, sort of why I kind of got away from it. Because my mind goes... I'm into dark humor, so my mind goes to those dark spots all the time. And it's like, why... Am I doing this again? And, I mean, it's not all about me, really, you know, because when I got into comedy, my dream was to go to a poor black neighborhood and teach everyone to dodge bullets through my jokes. So um, that's what I want. I know it's far-fetched, but, you know, if I plant a seed, maybe a tree grows, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I've been a paraplegic for um, 11 years. Um, So, you know, I I get into uh, deep conversations with people about it. And, um, you know, it always comes up, Miles, what, what do you wish, what do you miss the most? And depending on my somber mood, you know, it, it's usually either one of two answers. It's like, sometimes it's like, I miss the ability to blend in. I wish I could just be like everyone else. And then other times it's like, I want to come, man, I just want to come What time, man. Please. Um, I need help a lot, and um, I think that always serves as a good way to have an interaction with somebody, even when I don't need help to let them help, so I try to present my disability as disabled enough to the help that they want to give me, you know. Like, if they want to help me put my wheelchair into the car, I'm like, yeah, sure, man. And, you know, I I sit back and let them hand me stuff. And then if they compliment me on how good I put my shirt on, like if they're like, oh, I love blue shirts. You're such, you're so cute with that blue shirt. I'm like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
5: (laughs) 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 I'm impotent. (laughs) Oh,
11: you know, you are important. No, I'm important, bitch. I can't fucking cum. (laughs) Coming is uh, something I think about a lot. Got a lot of jokes on cum. Wish I could have got my girlfriend to swallow my cum. The appropriate way. I, uh, I had to hide it in her applesauce to make it happen how what what does the horn mean how much one minute um okay uh but um you know i was thinking on the way here that we need to invent like i might have already been said, but N95 masks that you can smoke through. I guess everybody's... <laughs> no, n- no, okay. Well, th- it's a need out there. We could make a lot of money by doing that, I think. Yeah. Oh, Thank you for my time here and um, have a good night.
0: Keep it going for Miles, everybody. Yeah! I think we've got we're, we're attached right now. I'm going to pull it this way. Yeah! We did it. We did it, everyone. That was exciting. Is, are we all worried about? Are we all worried about the air quality? I mean, everyone's got their masks on. I still, I, honestly, someone gave me a mask, and I just—it was too annoying, and I couldn't deal with it. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna start smoking cigarettes again." Like, <laughs> what was I? Why would I? Why would I ever quit? No, I'm gonna quit again once it clears. Supposedly, December third. I know, right? December 3rd. Next week, I get to go to Little Rock, Arkansas, so I get to breathe freely all that Republican air. Like, I'm going to be... It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to... Woo! Crazy, crazy kids out there. Um, Hey, everybody clap in the back for George D. Smith, running the ones and twos, being a champion for me and yous. We just got our new flyers in today. If you guys want to be champions of the world, please take some flyers. Yeah, you want to set? Hell yeah, you he want to set? Put your hands together. Our board op and comedian in his own right. Put your hands together for George G. Smith. Woo! I'll
12: take the applause from fucking Elton John's crew. <laughs> That's just one thing I wasn't planning on doing today. Alright, um funny thing, when they were those ladies were talking about IUDs. All I kept thinking was IEDs. That's the only fucking thing I think. Every time I've heard that since I've ever heard the term IED, it's been like IUDs and IEDs get fucked up. It's like um when I was a kid I'd get John Cryer and fucking Matthew Broderick fucked up. It's the same shit. Um what's I uh, looking at today? Was something fucked up oh god damn it <sighs> yeah I'll get this goddamn mark Noyer goddamn loop out of the thing anyway <laughs> i'm gonna do what he did just backwards all right i'll just go i'll go the other fucking way anyway uh god damn it oh um there <laughs> it was really weird walking down here because i saw a building on fire this whole white family stand outside <laughs> and i was like why are these fucking fire trucks down here and it was like you couldn't even see the building on fire because the smoke was already smoked so it was like oh oh really oh that's the one on fire like you couldn't even fucking tell there was four buildings in a row and you're like i guess it's the one anyway um actually did have something i wanted to say but i'm just of course blanking on it uh i like that little piano I fuck with that piano on Sundays. <laughs> I should do like Pam and just do a fucking commercial for my show every Sunday. <laughs> Who was that, Ed? Doesn't Ed do that shit, right? He sells his fucking t-shirts up here and shit, right? Like, lock bottom or some bullshit. Anyway. Oh, god damn it. I'm like, I get to the, uh, you know what it is, those goddamn edibles? You know, I eat those fucking, you know what? Fuck that. I'm sick of people coming up here blaming shit on drugs today. That's one of the things I wanted to talk about with the motherfucking drug that I never, like, there's one drug that, like, I'm I'm really curious about, but I never say never, but I don't think I'm ever going to take PCP. Right, like it looks like a headspace I sort of wanna be in, fucking bulletproof and like kicking the like punching fences down and shit. Like that seems like a fucking place I would like to be once. But I know you gotta blackout when you do that shit. There's no way you're punching through fences and like denting fucking like fire extinguishers and shit and smashing up cars and fucking taking forty bullets and like con. You know, you're like, oh, dude, yeah, no, I remember when they shot me 47 times and shit. No, yeah, 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 no. You gotta be so, like, I gotta know that point. Where's that point that you, like, you knew what you were doing? and then something went fuck this I'm gonna eat the neighbor right like fuck all this fucking bullshit this world is not enough right now you know fuck that that's, that nitrous made me think of PCP for some reason like like I used to do nitrous that's some fucking weak like, like it's nice but it's so short it's not even worth it it's like come on fellas get it together okay well then fuck it oh yeah man that's that smart comedy right i got one joke you know that joke hey bam what can lifesavers do that guys can't (laughs) come in five different flavors all right thanks good night
0: george d smith the champion He's a a modern day philosopher. I feel like I feel like these days we're all like Socrates because he never wrote anything down. But we're talking. We're not writing it down. It just happens to exist as long as the Internet exists. And until the solar flare happens, everything's okay. Right. Yeah, because like the air, we can't breathe the air, but our smartphones still work. As long as you can Instagram a picture of your shitty air quality, you're a real person. I was just forced to join Instagram this week. It was like totally forced. Capital helped me. I didn't know how. I'm like, I don't know how to post things. is so
6: confusing. Why is
0: this? I would still be on MySpace if they let me. Do you see where I'm going with them? Are people still on MySpace? Anybody still on MySpace? rupert murdoch is still on myspace him and all the people in china they're so behind the times they're like oh we love myspace there's these weird bands on here have you ever heard of 311 <laughs> just kidding remember remember in the late 90s when you couldn't be a band unless you had numbers in your name it was like blink 192 311 nine inch nails like everyone had a fucking number in their goddamn name you couldn't be a num you couldn't be a real band without a number is that is that a name of a band? See, you know it's a, the the '69 Boys. I don't even. I I still don't have a smartphone. I don't know what's happening. What is SoundCloud? <laughs> you guys use that? All right, uh, we're 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 pretty much done here. We're, it's going to be fun in the next hour. Uh, we're going to take a little break, and at eight o'clock there'll be Pam Dice's Comedy Clubhouse. It's a fire lineup tonight. We got Clay Newman. He's um, Paul Conyers tonight. He's one of the people who's on SF Sketch Fest. But on this next show, um, a bunch of people are. You got Clay Newman. He's one of those comics, very funny. Cole Chapman, really funny guy. It's all guys, actually. It's a big, big sausage fest on our next show. Uh, But yeah, stick around if you want. If you do stick around. Uh, I will bribe you with weed treats, and I will also give you stage time on a PamTastics in December or January. So uh, I am not above or beneath bribery. I appreciate and it's not even bribery. It's like you put your time in. If you put your time in here, and you're a person sitting in a seat laughing like that, earns you. I believe in meritocracy, and that's not funny because no one believes in it except me. <laughs> Does anybody else know what a meritocracy is? Yeah, yay! Of course you do. Of course Justin fucking knows. It's only what? Well, no, I guess tenure. Yeah, but do you stay long enough, and then we give you special stuff. Sure, that's more tenure. But but by by putting in time that means merit you know what I mean like but but that's the thing too is that like some people come and eat and leave some people come to an open mic like Sabrina's here she was the second comedian on gear and she's still here so like that's meritocracy in my book like you stayed for the whole fucking show that's really thank you for being audience for everyone else who went behind you you didn't have to do that you could have like run out the door like every not like everybody else see that's the other what's the word when it's you're all or nothing Oh you're just trying to breathe in the pot smoke from like a secondary. She's a secondhand pot smoker, so she loves it here. Yeah,' I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make a mask that has weed in it so that when people are breathing through their masks they can get high at the same time. How many more weed do those already exist? Fuck you, they don't. All right, let's let's I hate the future. The future is now. Uh, George will play some fun music. Coming up at 8 o'clock is Fantastic Comedy Clubhouse. Thank you all for being here. Yay. Clap for yourselves. Bye. Yay. Sorry, Michael Bonds. He never showed up. Michael Bonds, we would have loved to have you, but... Comedy Festival 2019 applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in 5 days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th, 2019 for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual and we hope you apply.
13: The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian hate-ashbury activist Diamond Dave, with help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics got to hold off till happy hour though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker Saturdays from noon to 2 the title says it all classic vinyl albums with no apologies great stuff you can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on apple itunes what a deal authentic real san francisco love that's what keeps our ship afloat
14: billy Bob, you ever want to be funny that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop, Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m.s at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? the Internet Ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat.
0: <laughs> For all your Space Chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to Timstesseract.com.
7: To Muni Radio at Muni It's a great place to listen to crazy things. With, 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 with,
10: scroll down and you'll find Common Thread Collective. You can also get the Common Thread Collective and Women's Magazine for free on iTunes. Unfortunately, the only weird part is because there's so many comedy shows at this station, we're actually under the free comedy section.
0: what you think it is. Flat, black, plastic, vinyl, records, round, played, mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scott Amazing artist. Music DJ. Vinyl
4: enthusiast. That is flat black plastic.
15: Let's watch on YouTube with Michael
16: Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And
15: I am Carl not Spiegelman.
16: Join us every Sunday, two to four PM Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for
4: friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here giving you my and regards as well as movies over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Tastics Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Tastics Deep in the Mission where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what How exciting for you,
0: Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for Everyday Conversations on Race with Everyday People. With Sima Lieberman, Everyday People, talking about race every week. Different Everyday People talking about race. On Tuesdays, 10 o'clock, it's Spiritual Psychology with Renee McKenna. Meditate. It'll heal you. Then... At noon, stick around. Sergio Novoa brings you My Limited View, talking about all things from his perspective. Then, on Thursdays from 8 to 10, it's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem exciting new shows here at mutiny radio also the ic podcast that's the imprint city podcast coming soon mutinyradio.fm new shows you can have one too contact director at mutinyradio.fm to find out more details check us out at mutinyradio.fm
14: Looks the best of San Francisco,
3: full
4: length movie on YouTube with Mike Speed Goldman.
15: Let's watch a full
5: length.
16: I forgot to turn the breaker off. Movie on YouTube. Oh. Paint dry.
15: it's been over one long
16: year oh, it's it's
15: watching movies back
16: Michael? Michael. Spiegel? It's like in Lord of
15: the Rings, the Spiegel. Michael?
16: It is like Lord of the Rings. Spiegel? Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. That theme song was courtesy of Carl. The other stuff playing over the beginning of the theme song was courtesy of me, <laughs> who still can't figure out this book. We are professionals, ladies and gentlemen. We are professionals. Carl, show your cards to the gentlemen and the ladies.
15: Yeah, this is my professional mic card issued, Church of Mike.
16: Oh, you know what? I'm losing you again. Okay, how about now? All right. Yeah, better. All right. Well, we are streaming this live here on February twenty fifth, two thousand nineteen. Uh, we watch a full length movie on YouTube with you. You watch the movie and listen to our podcast. At the same time. Oh, it's Sunday the 24th. There we go.
15: Sunday the 24th of yeah. February.
16: So don't that check's not going to clear till tomorrow, Carl.
15: Okay, so I had, yeah, okay. Because you wrote the 25th on it. Okay.
16: All right, so yeah, it's the 24th. And we are uh, going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. You will watch the movie with us and listen to us at the same time. You have to. That's the, <laughs> that's the point. Carl's from New Jersey. Uh, he's a comedian. Carl, yeah. Please let the people know how important it is to watch the movie and listen to us at the same time.
15: Oh yeah. Okay. So so thank you for that uh, opportunity to speak on this matter and issue because it's very important. Uh, you see, we want you to be our friends. Okay, but we're hanging out together. We're not just being friends. So when we hang, we're all together. If you're watching what we're talking about, you're getting the full sense around experience.
16: I agree. Let's watch a full-length movie. Thank you, Carl. So we are going to watch a movie. What's the movie today, Carl?
15: Uh, today you have chosen Gambling with Souls, 1936. That's what you should YouTube search for, Gambling with Souls.
16: Gambling with Souls, and so type that into YouTube. You'll see the 1936 version, and you said it was hosted by?
15: Timeless classic movies.
16: Ooh.
15: GCM.
16: Sorry, Carl, for that. All right. We are prepared on our end to watch the movie. Uh, And we have to – what we'll do is we'll have a countdown. How about that? Nice idea. Okay. Okay.
15: Okay,
16: All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to brumba. Carl's classic joke that I just stole from him. We have the countdown king himself, host of the podcast – the edge of Insanity, sanity which you can find on your itunes or you can listen to it live on muniradio.fm two hours before our show yeah. hi paul
8: what's well, happening
16: guys good to see you or good to hear you <laughs> all right so Welcome. paul is front of the uh, youtube we have clicked the link and we hit pause and it's positive zero 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 when paul lets you know go ahead and press play and we'll watch the movie together all right, guys, if you've listened to this before, and I know you have, you know the
13: drill. That's right. Put your finger over that triangle. And in three, two, one, go. Ooh.
1: Gambling with souls.
16: <laughs> it's a J.D. Ray. Oh, it's directed yeah. by J.D.K. as well. No, produce,
15: no. He, the producer Elmer Clifton.
16: Oh, Elmer. Elmer. <laughs> that's exactly right. Back
15: then, it was a pretty slick name. Ooh, oh,
16: oh, yes, your Elmy, El- <laughs> Elmster, the Elmster. How much you? That well, I'll be later.
15: Now, this uh, producer, um, he's he was president of Continental Pictures. I mean, he's just a producer of low budget exploitation films in the thirties and forties. You know the drill, Mike. You can show some messed up stuff in the end if you say this is bad. Don't do it. You shouldn't do this. Right. It's bad.
16: Well that's that's the rule. That's why I love these movies, because they do they do pay for their crimes and we do get to watch their crimes too.
15: Yeah, we get to watch the crimes. Look what's happening right now? Cops. Yeah.
16: They what got a they runaway, runaway, runaway case. Uh oh, yep. they're raiding a joint.
15: That's right. They're raiding a joint.
16: So this is illegal gambling, uh, Den, I would imagine, hence the movie. Right. But People wear tuxedos. Like, can you imagine being the tuxedo rental guy? And they'll be like, I would like to rent a tuxedo, being the year 1936. And will be like, oh, are you going to the opera? Are you going to an illegal gambling (laughs) den? Right. I'm going to an illegal gambling den.
15: Now, it's gambling, but it's also prostitution. That's a big, big part of it.
16: Oh, well, here's the the prostitution prostitution. uh, suite. Look at this guy. He's spent.
15: Check this guy out. Yeah, he's going to hide under the bed. We're also going to see the mic, the boom mic.
16: Well, he, he paid good the money shadow. to be under that bed.
15: This dummy hid his big fat stomach underneath
16: that bed. Do you think he's gonna <laughs> oh, Carl, i would be the same way, man. Be no way. <laughs> oh, that officer they, picked that up. Yeah. Oh, he wins. Get your fat ass out of there.
15: See the boom mic shadow to the left on the door?
16: Yeah. <laughs> no, you found me. You caught me. Uh, you know, uh... I hope the guy came again after that. The cops come. You're like, yeah. All right, so <laughs> that's, uh, Molly that's
15: Molly Murdoch. That's Molly Murdoch. Molly Murdoch. Pardon
16: this from yeah. The man without and fear. Getting arrested. Oh, that's that I'm, I'm thinking guy. of Matt Murdoch, uh, Daredevil. All right, see everyone in the tuxedos. See, come with me. He's got an axe. Wow, they all have tuxedos. I mean, all you had to do is go to the tux rental store. The cops and hats, right? And hatches well,
15: Mike, you keep saying the tuxedo rental store. That's our world today. Back then, just they owned
16: it. Tuxedos. Crazy. Hey, Carl, keep talking. I gotta, I gotta switch microphones, uh, headphones.
15: Okay. Yeah, this is really important to audience. Uh, in today's world, we have tuxedo rental shops because no one's going to own one. Because you go to prom one, Right. You have a wedding.
16: Twice. You know. Two times now, you need a prom. There she is. She just shot and killed. She's deranged. What is her backstory? Pray tell. Right. Oh, here's the newspapers. Uh-oh. What's it say? Oh, here's the morning sun. Lucky
15: Wilder killed in a gam- his own gambling club.
16: There's the evening mail. We covered morning lucky and night Wild. papers.
15: Beauty kills gambler, Lucky Wilder.
16: Lucky Wilder? Yeah, he's dead. Not so lucky after all. Yeah, not
15: so lucky
5: now,
16: Wilder. <laughs> Where you your luck now, buddy? Oh, you'll get luck.
15: There she is. This is Ms. May Miller, the killer, May Miller. And the district attorney is trying to get her to confess the killing, which she won't do.
16: She won't do it. My story is innocent. You don't remember you know, I have to admit, there's like no me, soundtrack behind this movie. Fast. There's more dead air in this movie than on our show. Now, this is really stupid dialogue. Watch him ask these questions. All right. You hear that background? That's the movie.
15: Okay, you know yeah. who I am? Here we but go. But you do know
16: you're Mrs. Miller, don't you?
15: The killer? Yes, knows her own name. And you know who I am, don't you? Asshole cop. Yeah. the name of a guy? You're the district attorney. Well, but you well, don't remember killing you him. You know all that. that
14: and yet you don't remember killing Frank Wilder. Now,
16: isn't that strange?
15: He's such a moron. How did he get a job? <laughs> he went to law
16: school. He went to law school for that? Oh, man. What a dub dub.
15: Husband, May's husband, the doctor. He's a nice man. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of money.
16: So the poor husband in this movie, right? Because his wife went and killed someone. How can he live? Oh, I would love to hear his story. Oh, is so there another?
15: He um, is a medical student who's just now becoming a doctor. So he's not established. So he doesn't have money.
16: Oh, I see. So he she ruined his career. This is a good movie so far. It's really interesting she, about this guy. Uh,
15: I don't know if she ruined his career. No, but. Um, yeah, well, you'll see how he plays out. He's well, uh, he's the poor guy. He's the poor guy throughout the whole movie.
16: And they're at a police station, and there's a picture of President Abraham Lincoln on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. a globe. I wouldn't say that globe is old, but you know, there's like yeah,
15: what, we know that sea serpent's way isn't there. wrong and the way it's drawn. Okay, she goes that woman, Molly Murdoch She's bum, the bum, one. Okay, bum. flashback.
16: Uh, another flashback of a flashback.
15: So we don't learn why, but no Molly pearls. and her are good friends.
16: Oh, well, maybe they but went we to nurse school. We never learned like
15: how they met or anything.
16: They were they were at the pharmacy having a soda, and that's how they met.
15: There, sitting in the chair, is Carolyn. She's the sister, and we need to know who she is. Now we get to see May naked for no reason, just in her panties.
16: Right, which no is right reason. now. It's a good reason. <laughs> <laughs>
15: okay. Here's something really weird. The uh, the vanity that you see there.
16: Oh, I'm, I'm looking at the vanity on. right now.
15: That would go on to be appear in Reefer Madness.
16: Oh, interesting. Wait, Reefer Madness was 1933 or 36? 36, same year. Yeah, this movie does fit the whole scare films of the 1930s. Yeah. One Madness, more thing that's
15: interesting about youth. that Reefer Madness
16: connection: the vanity will
15: appear in Reefer Madness, but the person who owns it is the character's also named May.
16: Huh? May, May's a tea head, I guess. She's a gambling now, and marijuana freak.
15: <laughs> right, M A E. Marijuana and everything. <laughs> the house that we're in right now. It would go on to also appear in Slaves in Bondage. 1937, same director, same producer.
16: Man, he just shot it in his house. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hi, I'm the babysitter. Great. Bring the kids upstairs to the second floor. We're shooting it out here.
15: I'm going to put you in bondage, slave.
16: (laughs) I beg your pardon. Look
15: at her pouting out butt. Okay, so... Now we're establishing that the doctor husband's a great guy. He's a great guy. Because a concerned
16: mom is calling saying, my son is sick.
15: House call, please. And he goes, I have
16: to leave, baby. (laughs) Some kids got polio. (laughs) (laughs) A horny housewife called me. I have to make a house call. Oh, be careful. Oh, what is a
15: girl to do all alone?
16: Gamble. Hmm. Well, I could go gambling. Oh, now we're back at the police station. Yeah. Yeah. So she's done with the flashback in her flashback.
15: Well, she's accusing Molly Murdoch, and it's the honest truth, of like being the one who hooked her and got her into trouble uh-huh. for her own profit.
16: Yeah. Look, I know the story. I sued Scratchers. It's not going to work out for her.
15: <laughs> <laughs> Scratch your eyes out. Roll them. Okay, Roll. here's something really weird about our – it's it, this this 1936 America, it's almost like a different country. It has such a different culture than we so have. So weird. We are at a lawn party for the rich, and they're watching a boxing match.
16: Oh. Oh, at the Ritz? The hotel?
15: Ritz. The, mon- the wealthy. The wealthy. We are at a oh. garden party for to... wealthy people. Yeah. And for their entertainment, they didn't get a clown. They got a boxing
16: match. Is this a boxing match to the death? Look at that. No. Was, yeah, they've thrown the footage in there. You can see it says PhotoStock uh, written over it. Yep.
15: So what's happening here is is um, May is uh, playing cards like bridge. It's kind of like gambling. I don't know. There's gambling in it somehow. It's a four player game. And uh, this Molly Murdoch is her friend. and And She makes sure that May wins. Ah, because then she's like, You're on a winning streak. You should come to the club and win more.
16: It's Molly's game. Molly's game. Whoa. And the boxing match is over. (laughs) Goodbye, Plot Point. That was a good boxing match.
15: They right now she's doing it. She's like, You've been lucky today. If I were you, I'd follow through.
16: Yeah, What, play what do through. you mean? What
15: does that mean, follow through?
16: Oh, you gotta let it ride.
15: Yeah, you gotta let it ride, darling. Yeah. Go bet on something else.
16: Alrighty. I'll go to the illegal gambling den in my local town and gamble on roulette.
5: Mm hmm.
15: So right now she's saying to the guy like Oh, how innocent I was. Oh, what an easy mark. I wanted the luxuries my husband could not afford. You we were struggling so hard.
16: Oh, but she just wanted the cash. Right. The high life.
15: Now, this director worked with C.W. Griffin. Griffith. Oh. C.W. Griffith.
16: Yeah, they, they were both in the clan.
15: Well, yes. He actually, this Elmer Clifton, the director, was an actor at the time. He appeared in Birth of a Nation. Uh-huh. And another D.W. Griffin that's not, uh, Intolerance.
16: Oh, Intolerance. which uh, You know what, I, I, isn't that like nine hours? It's a nine-hour movie, I, I think. I don't
15: know. I never saw it. Of course, I
16: saw Birth of a Nation, but. Where, where did you see Birth of a Nation? Was that at school? No,
15: it was um, Netflix. Not streaming, I got it, you know, in DVD in the mail.
16: Oh, I gotcha. You. Yeah, you know, uh, I was watching a, uh, Kino Cinema has a five DVD collection of early African-American films. And mm-hmm. it, the earliest is like 1915, and it's some great, it's, it's great stuff. And there was one director, Oscar Malou, with the X at the end, like a French name, yeah. he made a film uh, in response in 1920 to Birth of a Nation. And uh, it uh-huh. was good. It was like. Oh, look yeah, at the butts. Look, at the, look butt. at the butts. Sorry, I was talking about. It. Let's get to the butts. TNA. Uh, we're going to
15: see the shadow of more camera equipment. They have like a
16: <laughs> on a track. You can see the, the shadow of the cameraman's hand as he tried to reach for these butts. What a different culture it was, you know? Yeah. They'd have a nightclub with the floor show. So you would get a tuxedo. You would own a tuxedo to go and watch some uh, can-can. Well, everyone
15: owned a hat. Everyone owned a suit jacket. You didn't... That's what you wore, suit jacket. Uh,
16: Excuse me, Taylor. I would like to alter my tuxedo. I am uh, going to the opera. Oh, all right. So let me remove your hooch uh, pocket, your money band pocket.
15: See, today when you go to the tailor, they do custom work and stuff. But back then... Like, there's a tailor on this block. There's a tailor on that block. You'd pop in for what's equivalent to our 50 cents. You'd have a button stitched on. Like, it was a different time. Everyone would go out somewhere, even if that meant the baseball park. Like, somewhere, if you were going out shopping at Macy's, you would get on your jacket.
16: Right. But but I'm I'm talking about moments you need a tuxedo in the 1930s. Legal gambling. Yes. uh, Speakeasies, I guess.
15: Well, Prohibition's
16: over, but okay. Uh, World War I uh, meetings? That was the 19th. Yeah, you're.
15: Oh, 36. Hitler's uh, just just getting born here.
16: Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, actually, I I have to mention, I know that today is on the 24th of uh, February, are the Oscars today. And one of the films that got nominated is a live documentary called uh, Live at the. uh, Fuck, what was it? Madison Square Garden it was like live Night at the Garden and it's a seven uh-huh. minute film and it's available online I believe nightatthegarden.com and okay. it's about an American Nazi rally that was held in Madison Square Garden it was filmed wow that's fascinating and it's just the footage of it it's it's night at giant, the garden. Thank you. Where a, can I find that? I believe it's they have the domain name. Well, we'll I'll type it up at the end of this movie, uh, okay. but I believe it's the night dot night com. I'll I'll look at it right now, uh, okay. and they have the full seven minute of the movie, which is one of the shortest uh, documentaries to be nominated for the Oscars hmm. since the '30s, I think. But yeah, it's uh it had they have apparently there's a it's giant, a vine. It's a what? No, no, it's, it's a, a vine. Uh, it's a, it's a vibe, right? It's a seven-second like, documentary.
15: Yeah, like, I mean, in documentary, like it's multiplied. It's seven minutes, not seven seconds. All
16: right, I'm typing this, Carl. I, and...
15: So what's going on here is we're just establishing that Lucky is a jerk.
16: The and gangster?
15: me like money. Okay, also, we're establishing we that Molly it's... is in cahoots with them.
16: So, I just want to follow up. If you go to a night at the garden.com, you will see a Vine posting, I believe it's Vine, of the entire seven minute film, which is nominated for Best Documentary Short Subject for today's Oscars. Okay. And if you want to see other like free full length movies when it comes to the Oscars, sometimes you can find a generous site that hosts the animation shorts, especially after mm-hmm. the Oscars are over. And so you, could, you know, maybe you could find some of the other shorts stuff that you, that just might post for free, you know, from last year on online. So keep your eyes peeled if you give a shit.
15: You know where I found some really good shorts um, at, at Goodwill. They are three bucks.
16: Oh, that's nice. Slightly used. Slightly used, but yeah. nobody was going to check me out, you know. <laughs> Irregulars, I'll say. <laughs> Irregulars, you should see the shape of my balls. Now. So yeah.
15: here we have um, the first time that she's duped. She's, they're going to now pretend to make her win. He's like, oh, I am the owner of it. He winks at the guy. He goes, why don't you bet on the double zeros? Double zeros, what's that? And she wins.
16: Oh, they rigged it.
15: Right. And she's going to, like, be up $5,000. Oh. But you see, they are going to get her down, so she owes, and in deep water, so husband can't
16: know, and then she's going to work for them. Oh, really? Like paint houses? Yeah, like uh, doing... Ooh, hang on, hang on, shut up. She's got to get her (laughs) money out of her garter. Holy fuck. Gratuitous. No, no. No, it's 1936. It
15: isn't 1890.
16: No, I'm sorry, Carl. She back. lifted her dress up. She had a silk stocking on. And when she She's... proceeded to put her hand down <laughs> with money, this stuff's on video now on the 21st century. <laughs> um,
15: thoroughly modern Millie.
16: Oh, I love thoroughly modern Millie. You know what I like about her? is her consistency. What? She's thoroughly modern. Mm-hmm.
15: That's right. Yeah. Oh, the things, the things they do today. is So racy.
16: Have you ever heard of her counterpart? Totally old school Millicent. <laughs> if you ever saw the video Anaconda,
15: if, uh-huh. you know with with what's her name, then like those people saw it, It's like sorry, Molly and uh, Millie, you know, thoroughly modern Billy. Sorry, you're not a whore. Wait till you see our generation.
16: I don't think I've ever seen Anaconda or Anaconda's the sequel.
15: Okay, so I don't mean that. I mean there's a video of a song by
16: Sir Mixalot. <laughs> My anaconda.
15: <laughs> well, she certainly does mix a lot, but no.
16: Oh, J Lo's. No, she was
15: not, she was one of those people on Wait, did, American Idol.
16: Did did May just lose all the money? It's an easy
15: life, like they get jealous of their man. Okay, and no, then. we're back in the future, and uh, again, the <laughs> district attorney's saying douchey things.
16: I suspect, suspect now that you're in this alternative future. You should check out Fifth Tannen's Museum.
15: <laughs> <laughs> Remember Devo? They, used to, they had the album with the Spuds, and it was that great album with, like, um, I Am Cowboy Kim, Cowboy Kim I Am. It was Peekaboo album.
16: Oh, Peekaboo, sure.
15: On the front cover, there was a potato spud, and they were in those. You could only see their busts. Right. right, the shoulders. Remember, <clears throat> that's what she's wearing. That what? That circular thing. Yeah,
16: she's missing the the flower pot on her head. Yeah, right. Yeah. The dog bowl. I have cowboy can. You're right. She's not Devo. Is she not? Well, we. She is Devo. She's. Is... <laughs> she is not Devo. D E V O. <laughs> she is not. Oh man, Devo would be good about now. Let's call Devo. So pretend we're a corporation. Can you do a uh, corporate gig for us? Okay.
15: My, Mike Mothersborough or something? Mark
16: Mothersborough. Like,
15: yeah, he does Rugrats.
16: Oh, and He's oh, yeah. a
15: sound guy nowadays. Yeah,
16: I think he could take a ribbing from us. I'm sure he could go home to his <laughs> vault of coins and not worry about us.
4: peek Peek-a-boo! Oh. <laughs>
16: Do you hear of Devo 2.0? It was like a Disney uh, Records release of kids singing Devo songs where they changed the words. Oh, and they
15: changed the words even.
16: Yeah, it's a beautiful world, and it's for me. (laughs) For me. For me. It's a beautiful world. And for me. Nice to
15: be alive.
16: I think the other For one. Me. You know, Carl. I remember hanging out listening to Devo with you at Gerald Place in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we were you were reenacting the song about there was a poem from ancient and oh,
15: Right, right, right. That was uh, freedom of choice. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were reenacting the, the poem dog. was about a dog who found two bones and he licked the one, he licked the other, and then he went crazy because he couldn't decide which bone he wanted, so he went insane. Right, and dropped it,
16: and they dropped it. Yeah, you
12: okay, reenacted it. What
15: Molly's doing? I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just yeah. such a plot point. Molly is now calling up all her whores and saying, "You're on call tonight." And, on call. Yeah, and it was um, like, "This is 13 checking in. 13, you have an appointment at 10:30." So now we see that Molly's really a two faced bitch, man. She's like pretending to be this lady's friend and hooking her into gambling, so she can get herself another whore.
16: Oh, awesome. Molly's game. Yep. Okay, now, excuse they've, me. They've invited
15: May to a boxing match, and they have rigged it so that the owner of the club, Lucky, who she'd go on to kill, just happens to be sitting in the next seat. Oh, what a coincidence. We're bumping into each other.
16: Lucky you. And it's a, it's a wrestling match. It's not boxing. This is classier. Hey, yeah,
15: that's right. This is much classier. Oh, my good, That's yeah. Mankind. Oh, oh, that
16: was <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is some. That's not even 1950s so, boxing. Oh, what a hell. Clearly we're
15: watching stock footage, right, as you know. Yeah. But what's funny is this film became stock footage.
16: Oh.
15: Uh, let's see here. This was uh, in a movie. Hmm.
16: Where is it? Where is it? Well, they do have a lot of extras in the background.
15: I finally found it. There's a movie called uh, Teenage in 1944, and it was another exploitation film by the same, like, group of people. And so this footage, like, ended up in there. Like, just shots of a gambling club, shots of a... How funny. A speaking, uh That's
16: the wrong word, but... Uh, Flu's a gin joint. Illegal
15: yeah, gin joint. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, like uh, all these backgrounds, and so did these actresses end up in it. Just like,
16: like a guy walks in the
15: room and he looks to his left, and then we see a shot of Gambling with Souls. Then he looks to his right, and we see a shot of
16: Cowboy Sleeps Tonight, a J.D.K. production. Yeah, man, (laughs) wrestling.
15: I'm sorry to interrupt you. She's got slipped a Mickey here.
16: Oh, she's drinking that orange punch. Ooh, yeah. She's really feeling her drink right now. Oh, She's boy. getting all happy. So she's going to lose money while and they had to throw a Mickey in her drink and get her to gamble?
15: Now, look, see, she's coming home. We've all been there. Coming yeah, home after loopy. a big night of drinking. You just uh, feel good. Yeah. Be in the
16: house. What a great wrestling match.
15: You get out some fried chicken that's cold from the fridge. You turn <laughs> on some to stupid Tom Cruise movie. <laughs>
16: I like to take the cold pizza crust and dunk it in the leftover coffee.
15: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
16: It's just like nothing
15: better sort. than – well, yeah. I don't know why you – no, no. Well, you have to have hot steam and coffee, but leftover pizza is – okay, look at her, man. She da, is da, high da, as da, a kite.
16: da 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 At least they don't have this song when she takes her clothes off. Now, the truth
15: is this does nothing for our plot, and uh, what was the big oh, thing they gained stickler. from getting her like high on morphine? What was the thing they gained? Well, it's she just gets that the we dance. can see a girl get undressed.
16: Well, yeah, you know, I guess Morphine has his <laughs> advantages, right? Good old yep. Morphine. See, I like Morphine for other- holy fuck. She just took her dress off. Yeah, and yeah.
15: if you're a fiend, you take that, you're going to be more fiend. Now, I guess uh, she, you can't see my pr- the print is so bad; it kind of almost looks like she's naked in a way.
16: I think she's topless. I'm gonna go call it I just think maybe the projection is she's not topless she's not she's she's wearing like a skin but she's she's supposed to be topless wait she's yeah she is top no she is not topless she's wearing some kind of clam bra that doesn't have a strap the
15: sensors were never
16: allowed Fuck the censors! They weren't around in 1936. This is a yes, moral film, were. Carl. They're all over the
15: internet, and my research was this was pan- this was the 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 censors immediately hated it. She's wearing this. a bra, and it got it got relegated to grindhouses.
16: Oh no! Do you mean your grandfather jerked off to this film, <laughs> the old grindhouse? Whoa, she disappeared. Whoa, the projector took that shot.
15: That's the Star Trek. Uh, you know, she beamed up.
16: That's yeah, beamed. Star Trek Now, that's when connection. the projectionist cuts the sexy stuff out of the film and keeps it for themselves.
15: Now, this actress didn't go on to do much. She was in something called Lightning Strikes West. She wrote it. She was the screenplay nice. writer for it. And in 1950, she was uncredited in Prehistoric Women. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> So in that Teenage film, she also appears in there, but she's uncredited. I love the uncredited. There's two people here who are super uncredited. Uh, one is Carolyn, her sister, and we'll talk about her later.
16: So, well, tell me more about Teenage Year, because I might, I might want to see it, if it's a film where they cut up other films from a decade ago. Okay,
15: so Teenage was also from this um, Continental Pictures. It was J.D. Kendis, the guy who produced this. Okay, And <clears throat> it's... um. Uh, one place says it's 1943 and the another place says it's 1944 and it's basically about a teenager a girl of course who like gets out from under her parents wing and when she does she freaks it she freaks you know and does everything you know has the bad boyfriend and um and the only thing that's the tie to this is there's archive footage like like i said like the guy would walk in the room and he'd look to the left and he look to the right you know and they just do the whole scene with him standing in the corner as if he was in a gambling club now again here's another scene that has nothing to do with anything there's a Uh, woman we'll never meet again
16: Oh and she's taking a call from she's lounging uh, around the couch uh, in her underwear she's taking a call
15: from Molly about the prostitution stuff
16: she's on call because she has to stand by the phone and take the call exactly right yeah, and lie down on the phone. I right, wait for the call.
15: She's like number fourteen calling in. It's Hello. Like you can knock
16: off now. Any Johns? No Johns. Bye. Oakley. Oakley. Click.
5: Wait.